these are some very challenging times, and as you said, for every elected official at this time, and especially those in leadership like yourself. Um, are you, how do you think, how would you grade, Miss Teacher, how would you grade the state and the county and the city and how they've handled uh, the coronavirus crisis here in Illinois? Well, I think, Perry, it's important to remember the context, and unfortunately the context is that our national government has, um, has failed us. First of all, in not responding properly to the um, to the global epidemic, not ensuring that we had sufficient um, protective pers- they call it personal protective equipment mm-hmm. PPE, not ensuring that we had enough tests. Um, you know, there are countries where the where the epidemic uh, uh, peaked sooner, like South Korea, but they had uh, available to them a, a generous supply of tests so that people could get promptly tested. We, they were able to identify people who had the disease early on, to quarantine them, uh, to trace their contacts. In this country, we don't have sufficient tests to, um, <laughs> to respond properly to this epidemic. And as a result, um, our testing is limited to people who have symptoms. Um, but at that point, they've already probably um, infected other people. And it's very difficult for us at this point to, um, to mitigate the effects other than by sheltering in place. So, um, you know, a big part of the county budget is health care and, of course, um, law enforcement. Right. What is this coronavirus, how it's going to impact um, our health care system from the county, from the point of the county? Uh, how, what kind of financial burden is this going to be for the county? Well, first of all, I'm very grateful to all of our partners in the health provider community uh, for their help and support as we as we face this epidemic. Mm-hmm. We have um, the largest public health system in the state, of mm-hmm. course. Half of our budget goes to, to public health. We have two hospitals, 16 clinics. We're trying to, in, in terms of reaching our patients, we're trying to reach our patients at the clinics um, with telemedicine okay. rather than having people come in. Uh, and in the hospital, of course, we're, we're just preparing for what we know is the peak uh, that's coming. Right. We anticipate this time later in April. Okay. So um, this is a tremendous challenge to healthcare, not just our public health system, but our health system more broadly. And um, I know that we're going to do our, our level best to deal with it. And as I said, in a national environment where we don't really have the tools that we need, whether it's personal protective equipment or ventilators um, or tests. Right. I mean, it's 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 um, it's hard to manage. This, this level of pandemic uh, when the federal government has um, has failed us. Okay, you have brought two guests with you today. Tell us who they are and why you brought them. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm very grateful to everyone who has been responding generously um, to the pandemic, um, and, and particularly to Verdoliac Law Group. Uh, for the past few weeks, I know that uh, it's been trying not just for not just for, not just for um, for all of us generally, but especially for our seniors, many of whom are mobility impaired and, and, and can't get out and go to the grocery store and are, are, are asked to shelter in place. Mm-hmm. And Verdoliac Law Group will be donating uh, over 800 bags of groceries over the next four weeks to seniors who are, of course, in need of food the most. Okay. And uh, my office has reached out to our faith-based partners. That's uh, PLCCA along with Bishop Claude Porter. Oh yeah, in they Proviso. do. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JLM Community Center, Reverend Johnny Miller on the west side, Victory Christian Assembly International uh, in the south suburbs. That's Apostle White and former Mayor David Webb from Markham, 
and many others. And I'm, I'm grateful to Michael Webdell, who's here on behalf of, of Verdoliac Law Group and his volunteers and employees, and uh, Early Walker, who's a local business person, W&W Towing, who's been working with Verdoliac Law on this on this distribution. I'm, I, I really... I'm really grateful. As I said, our, our seniors are particularly impacted, both in terms of the fragility of their health and also in terms of their inability to, to get out and do for themselves. So we're very grateful to Ferdoliac Law. And as I said, Michael is here representing the firm, and, and Early Walker has been working closely with them. So thank you. Thank you, Michael. I, tell me, how, why did the Verdoliac Law Group get involved in this effort? I, you know, you could continue to do your work, and uh, Mr. Early could continue to do what he does, but I think it's wonderful that you guys are making sure that our seniors are, are, are eating, and that's important. Well, thank you so much. You know, uh, Verdoliac Law Group has a 60-year history of helping the community. We do projects like this all the time, actually. We recently did a Thanksgiving turkey drive where we supplied 12, over 1,200 whole 12-pound turkeys and Thanksgiving dinners to area families. Mm-hmm. We recently raised and donated $25,000 to USA Cares to help um, military families who are in risk of losing their homes oh, wow. so that uh, they won't lose their homes. Uh, and so, you know, when Early Walker... Chicago's secret angel right here. Okay. He, uh, he had this idea that we needed to help these seniors, and we thought that's perfect. We do need to help these seniors because they can't get out. They're at risk. You know, I just think of my own mom, who's right. 81 years old. Okay. And if she didn't have me, if she didn't have our family right. to help them, where would she be? And it's our responsibility to help our community. You know, there's a lot of um, seniors who be, even before the coronavirus epidemic, they had very limited contact with people. And we're actually going to be talking to a healthcare professional about uh, later on today about how important some interaction to let somebody know that somebody's thinking about them. Because, I mean, it happens all the time. I never could understand how somebody could say, Oh, we didn't find um, we didn't find our mother or father uh, for four or five days. How do you go not talking to your mother and father for four and five days? So I really appreciate it. So early, tell us what you um, you know how you you got involved in this in all of this. Well, uh, first off, thanks for having me. on. Sure, it's my pleasure. Um, yeah, as Michael stated, um, I do a lot of uh, outreach throughout the community. Okay. Um, I believe in giving back. I believe if you're a business owner in your community, you should be giving back to your community with the dollars that you make from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I had the idea that, uh, you know, as you stated, that our seniors are, you know, some of the uh, individuals yeah. that um, are suffering the most because they aren't able to get out. And as you stated, uh, previous to this, they weren't able to get out and even more so now. Right. So they're the ones that are suffering from this um, the most. And so uh, speaking with some of the seniors, finding out that their family members aren't allowed to come and see them now right. due to this uh, you virus. know, yeah. virus. And um, just speaking to them, they, the transporta- some of the transportation has been shut down because right. of this. So they're not able to get out to go to the grocery stores day to day. So, you know, I felt you know definitely compelled to get involved and I reached out to you know, the law firm and you know they were more than ready more than happy to get involved in this initiative and actually uh 
quadrupled what I was going to try to do. Okay. I mean, and, and, you know, and so it went from, you know, me just saying, hey, I would try to do 100 care packages to them saying, hey, no, let's do 800 for the next four weeks. Oh, that's wonderful. We have, of course, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle and representing the Verdoliac Group is Michael Webdell. And then we also have uh, Early Walker, who is a businessman. Now, I wanted to ask you, Michael, before we get into some other business, you are going to be giving away meals to seniors and others who cannot um, that cannot get out for the most part for seniors, right? About eight hundred. Yeah, we're actually giving them whole bags of groceries, so okay. it's going to contain um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is um, going to be non-perishable. Okay. Um, but Haymarket in the West Loop is is roasting some chickens that we're going to be delivering. Um, so it's going to be a lot of stuff that can get them through the week: canned fruits, canned vegetables, okay. beans, oatmeal, stuff like that. But um, so we're sponsoring uh, 800 bags. Okay. And we definitely, if you are a senior or you know a senior who is in need, give us a call, 844-4-VLG-LAW. That's 844-4-VLG-LAW. And someone will be there to take the name and number, and we're going to do our best to get some food out to those people. And we're also looking for people who are interested in donating food, their time, okay. money, so that we can reach even more people. Because this uh, pandemic isn't going to be over in four weeks. so Well, the president seems to think so. <laughs> well, hopes and dreams. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, 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 it's clear that this pandemic won't be over in four weeks. And, there's, and these seniors are always going to need uh, help and assistance. And so, Early, are you providing some of the transportation so you can get to these to the seniors? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my staff has been coming in to volunteer their services as well as transportation, mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, um, other initiatives. We uh, actually have had people that have donated other small care packages, such as like toiletries and things of that sort. So, um, yeah, we, we're putting all of our time and uh, that's pretty much what we have a lot of right now. So, <laughs> Okay, Michael, why don't you give the telephone number again? Give, give, give the telephone number. It's 844-4-VLG-LAW. All right, thank you so mm-hmm. much. So, uh, Madam President, let's talk about the Cook County Jail. Um, what's going on with this? Are they evaluating different individuals to see if they can cut down on the population in the jail right now uh, so that they won't be exposed to the coronavirus? Well, Perry, as you know, um, over the last decade uh, of my tenure as president, we've been working on criminal justice reform. Right. And in particular, in the last four years, we've seen a dramatic reduction in the jail population. It was averaging ten to 11,000 individuals per day. It's down now to less than 6,000. So we've made a dramatic reduction in the jail population. At the same time, I would point out that Um, shootings and murders have gone down in the city of Chicago. So we've reduced the jail population. It hasn't, hasn't, has not uh, impacted people's safety. So that's the first thing. Um, But we still have 6,000 people in the jail. And um, we've been working with the the chief judge, the state's attorney, the public defender, the clerk of the court, to bring cases to judges where we think that they, individuals could safely be released. Okay. People who are there perhaps because they can't pay the bond, right? Or um, people who are a- elderly and frail, and okay. you know are, are are in danger. 
we're not going to be able to keep the, end the the epidemic out of the jail. So we're doing our best to get as many people out of the jail as possible. Okay. Um, uh, so that so that fewer people are exposed in the jail. The jail is you know like a nursing home or a cruise ship. People are. It's you know, a petri close, dish. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're in close contact. It's mm -hmm. very difficult to do, do the social distancing that's recommended for everybody outside those walls. Mm -hmm. So we're doing our best, and, and we've as I said, we've been talking to all the, the stakeholders. We're very grateful to the chief judge for his leadership, mm -hmm. Tim Evans. Um, we're, we're working with all the stakeholders to try to further reduce the jail population. Do you have a read how many people, how many inmates or how many um, personnel have come down with COVID-19? Do you have? Did, did you get a read on that yet? I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay. I can tell you that the state number that we have so far is a little more than 1,500 cases. But you have to understand that our inability to test means that that's – that's a fraction of the people who actually have the disease. Right. We just don't know what fraction it is, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, again, our inability to test is a function of the failure of the federal government to provide sufficient testing for the states. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming into uh, the station today. I know that you're having a news conference later on. I want to thank you, Early, and thank you, Michael, for the work that you're doing. You can give out that telephone number one more time. Sure. They can call 844-4VLG-LAW. They can also message us, uh, private message us on our Facebook page, okay. at, and it's at Verdoliac Law. All right. Thank you so much, all of you. Well, thank you, Perry. And I, I, again, I want to thank the Verdoliac Law Group and Early Walker from W&W &W Towing for stepping up in, in this crisis. It's really important that all of us take responsibility for doing whatever we can to help our family and friends and neighbors. All right. And don't forget, you, you can ha have your pitch, too, for Census 2020. That's true. April 1st, April 1st, next Wednesday, uh, is Census Day, and we'll be having a, a, a number of, of activities around that. They'll probably be all uh, distance <laughs> activities as opposed to <laughs> right. gatherings. Uh, but it's really important that people fill out their census forms. It's, it's the basis not just of our representation in Washington, but federal dollars flowing into the state. Mm -hmm. so that's critical. All right. And into the county, specifically. And, right. <laughs> and state, local government, county, everybody. All right. Thank you so so much. Thank I you. appreciate thank you, you thank guys. You. Thank you. you can come back anytime. Oh, thank you. And, yeah. and thank you, President uh, Preckwinkle, for assisting us. All we right. really appreciate it. That Absolutely. was really Absolutely. magnanimous of you to bring them in on your time. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful to them. And, and again, and the point is, all of us need to step up and help our family and friends and neighbors in this crisis. And your family's doing good? They are. Thank you. All right, then. 